Worried about mom or dad falling? The Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health helps make their home safer, even if you can't be there. Symphony works with voice activation or a care button they can opt to wear, along with smart sensors for coverage around the home. With 24-7 emergency response and an app to tie it all together, you can monitor your loved one's well-being for enhanced peace of mind. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. And Joe, I've got a massive uh, uh, feedback in my headphone. It's like a echo. If you can turn that down, Matt usually has to fix it every time as well. Uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and star WTIC. And Joe, you got to fix that echo or I'm not going to be able to continue with the show. <laughs> <laughs> so usually you got to pot down. Maybe it was uh, Steve's connection or something, but it's an uh, echo in my headphones. Usually Matt can knock it off in a few seconds. So hopefully you can do something for me on that. Um, feel free to get online, guys. We are streaming live over at the uh, WTIC Facebook page, so check us out there. And uh, you feel free to post your comments and questions there, too. We'll do our best to help you with those and uh, answer those questions. But obviously, we're here live on this gorgeous Saturday morning, and uh, I know you guys are probably out there doing yard work or making dump runs, but uh, <laughs> we're here to help you out if you need us. And uh, let's get to your uh, some of the technology news that's going on these days. And uh, this is kind of an interesting news that I found. Uh, students have figured out that their tests were being graded by AI. And basically, it's the easiest way to cheat. <laughs> um, because the, 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 this is a 12-year-old uh, that figured out that when he completed his assignments, he was getting 50s on the assignments online. And he's all upset that he was getting 50s. And he's like, I'm going to have to get 100 on the rest of these tests to make up for this. And what he figured out, though, was that the teachers were using artificial intelligence to actually grade their work. And what he would do in the, in the questions was he would answer these history questions um, and then add just a word salad of keywords, just mumbo-jumbo keywords like dates and you know, cities and battles, wherever it was going on, he would just throw it into the actual answer key. And uh, the system was graded not by a teacher, but by AI. And it would say 100 because you got a couple of those keywords in there. And, of course, the teachers could have looked at the work, but they didn't. <laughs> they ran it through the, uh, through the system. And this is, called a, this is a product called Edutility, easy for me to say, Edutility or something <laughs> like that. It's a strange sounding company, and uh, or Edgene Utility, or it's a weird, weird naming, weird name for a business. But uh, if you're using that system, this 12 year old figured out that he could just throw in a bunch of word salad jumbo mumbo jumbo, and it would work. And Joe, you really got to fix this echo, man. <laughs> It's killing me. Uh, if you if you need to talk to Matt because I, it's echoing back in our headphones and we, it's hard to talk. But we'll put this information out there for you on, on computertalkwithtab.com. 
and you can get all of the anything we talk about this morning uh, on computertalkwithtab.com, our live links. So, Bob, what do you have? Okay. Uh, you remember the replicator and Star Trek? Of course. Well, it might be coming to a home near you or a restaurant. This 3D printed steak is looking to shake up your dinner options. The secret is in the printing technology the company behind the product says. Meat alternatives are rising in popularity from impossible foods, plant-based beef and pork, to Beyond Meat's burgers. A startup called Redefine Meat is looking to add 3D-printed plant-based steaks to that list. Amazing. Uh, according to Reuters... Uh, a Reuters or Reuters, Reuters or however report. you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Reuters, Reuters. <laughs> that Business Insider wrote about this week. Yep. While several companies have successfully replicated the taste, smell, and texture of ground beef using plant-based ingredients, steak is a largely untapped market. Redefine Meat's product reportedly consists of, oh, good, a yeah. whole plant-based hey, you fixed ingredients, <laughs> including soy and pea proteins. Boy, that was hard. That is really hard <laughs> to actually speak and hear yourself in an echo like that. It's not like a normal echo like you're talking in a big stadium, but it's echoing back in your head, and your head's trying to process what you just said. It's very bizarre, but thank you, Joe, for fixing that. Okay. <laughs> so Redefine Meat will reportedly market test its uh, alt-steak that's in quotes, mm -hmm. at high-end restaurants this year and then launch its 3D printers at meat distributors next year. Nice. You need a 3D printer to mimic the structure of the muscle of the animal. CEO Enchar Ben Shutreet <laughs> told... We, we have some... Reuters. Reuters. Reuters, Reuters, Reuters. Reuters, okay. Yeah. In a June... Story. It's not pronounced how it's spelled. I know. So, Neither anyway. is Huawei. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> so the company, founded in 2018, reportedly raised $6 million last year in a round led by CPT Capital, which has also invested in Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat. Nice. So, I hear those burgers are really good. I always mean to consider trying them. Uh, you know, try those. You know, if it's fake burgers, it's probably better for you. Except, I guess the reason it tastes so good is it's chock full of coconut oil. I mean, they they chock full. You know, it's all vegetable based, but it's a lot of oil. Well, in there's that. coconut oil, all sorts of oils, but you know, it's fat or grease that gives it the flavor. Well, yeah, of course. And so, whether it's animal fat or plant based fat, yeah, you know, it seems to work though. Yeah, um, I'm sure. I'd what, like to know what the our secret arteries. ingredient is that they use to. Uh, it mimic the taste. Well, it's the oil. It's the it's the coconut oil. I think is what I've heard. Online voting companies pushing hard to make it harder for researchers to find security flaws. There's a, a company called uh, Votaz, an e e voting company, is telling the Supreme Court that security research should be done only with their permission. And uh, this, so basically, these guys are taking it to the Supreme Court. They want to use a very old 1986 law which is the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act that was written in 1986. Gosh, in 86. I think I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Personal computers were just were just being invented about yeah, that Yeah, I time. think I had a Commodore 64 yeah. back then. Yeah, I probably had a whopping, uh, what, one mega... 64. 64K. 64K. <laughs> That's why they okay. called it a 64. <laughs> we didn't make it difficult back then, Bob. Uh, this, same, this same law actually makes it um, illegal for you to share your Netflix password. That's how crazy this law is. And um, 
what they're what this company uh, votes is trying to do is saying, look, Supreme Court, make sure you don't let anybody try to test the uh, security of our of our system because it'd be embarrassing. Voting software? Yeah, we wouldn't want to know if voting software has any kind of problems with it. <laughs> now, here's the reason they're bringing this up because uh, MIT researchers uh, have been doing some work on here on, on the platform and found it to be "quote unquote" riddled with security flaws, and of course that makes it a little bit uh, embarrassing for this votes company. We'll put the link out here for you, but to actually go to the Supreme Court to say, look, we don't want people poking around our software to try to figure out if it's got security holes. I mean, it's thanks to folks that do that these days that we're getting more and more security patches because Microsoft's not doing it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they can do it, but they have to ask for permission. Yeah, the last, that's what they want you to do. <laughs> like the hackers are from... Uh Foreign countries are going to ask for permission. Right, exactly. They're going to. They're not going to be doing anything there. So we'll put a link up there for you guys to take a look, um, and uh, we'll go from there. There's another one. Last October, votes also reported that a University of Michigan election security student um, was taking a look at uh, their software, and they they turned them over the investigation to the FBI. Uh, the student had been enrolled in a course that required looking at potential flaws on mobile voting technology, and uh, they didn't really take kindly to that students poking around. Um, I mean, we need ethical hackers. Without ethical hackers, we're in big trouble. And uh, if you got to protect your your security riddled software with the Supreme Court saying, you know, don't 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 poke around in here, then I think we're going to have some trouble. So we're going to be here until 11 o'clock on this gorgeous Saturday morning. Feel free to get online at 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. And we are live over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page. So if you want to get online and post a comment or a question, we'll do our best to answer it there as well. And, um, you yeah, feel free to let your people, your friends know. If you share it and like it, it helps Mark Zuckerberg deem it worthy. And uh, that's really good for getting the uh, feed out to everybody else. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we are back. A little watermelon man to get you back in. And uh, this is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. So feel free to stay, uh, get online. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, we will do our best to take them this morning for, uh, from you. And, of course, the 9 o'clock hour is easier than the 10 o'clock hour. But it is a gorgeous Saturday morning. So we understand it's hard to cuddle up with your computer on a day like today. But if you're there, we're here to help you. Let's go to Bob in East Hartford first. What's going on, Bob? Good morning. Good morning. I listen to you guys every week. Uh, you guys are terrific, really. Thanks. And uh, I just to give you some background. Uh, I have a, a Hewlett Packard 3500 series uh, personal computer. Yep. And I'm, uh, I'd like to get a uh, laser jet printer for it. Yeah. And what I've zeroed in on is a, a Hewlett Packard M118DW. And I was just wondering what you guys thought of that. Hang on one sec. Let's take a peek at it. Is it a color? Uh, by the way, I have uh, uh, Microsoft 7 on my computer. Uh-oh. That's not good. Windows Are you 7? there? Sorry? Uh, it seems like I've been disconnected. No, you're, we, we hear you. Are you there? Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Uh-oh, Joe. What do you got going on here? Is the, the callers can't hear us? I I I I didn't hear a thing. Shall are you I there now? Over? No, are you there, Joe? 
I mean, are you there, Bob? Bob, right. Yes, I'm here. All right, good. You're there. Did you hear that I have a Hewlett Packard 3500 yes. series computer? I heard all that, and I heard that you're you're running Windows 7, so that's yes. not good. Um, but that's okay. You've got the M118DW that you're looking um, to purchase. Now, this is right. just a monochrome from, uh, laser. From uh, uh, Amazon. Okay. Yeah, it's a monochrome laser, so uh, yes, you're not going to get any color. Yeah, white, right. And it's it's uh, wireless. Well, I'm going to hardwire it to my computer. Good. You'll have good luck there. But yeah, I mean, it's only it's a very inexpensive uh, printer, um, so it it may not give you a lot of the longevity you want because it's so inexpensive. But any HP LaserJet printer is generally pretty good. Um, but you're not looking at a very expensive item here. I, I would tell you to consider looking for some color if you if you were in ever in the need of printing out anything in color by having that color printer you know yes you got to pay for the toner but the toner doesn't go bad per se so um, if you ever think you'll ever print in color you may want to consider a color printer for maybe just 50 bucks more this one's only about 130 dollars correct uh that's correct yeah so it's There's, you know if you, if the you... other question i have is mm -hmm. uh, eric it says that it has a starter cartridge in it and yeah. apparently that's not a regular cartridge. So how long should I expect that static cartridge to last? How Six many pages. <laughs> it, very little. It's, a, it's very disappointing starter cartridges these days. <laughs> okay, so I should order a, a regular cartridge right off the bat then, huh? Yes, that way you've got it because it will be done before you know it. Okay. Right, they have a regular cartridge that's like $47, and then they have a high-yield cartridge that's uh, $85. Get the high-yield. Just buy the just get the bigger cartridge. You won't have to change it out for maybe a very long time. Right. Toner well, doesn't dry, dry seldom, out Eric. unlike ink. Right. So so it seems like it's a go then, huh? As long as you don't need color, I would tell you to consider looking for an, a color alternative just so you see the price difference. You well, might. What I usually do, Eric, is when I need color, which is very 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 seldom. Yep. I just go to the library and I put. I download whatever, anything I need onto a, a, a flash drive, and I just plug it into the computer at the um, at the library, and um, it's just twenty five cents a copy. So all right, well, that works too. Yeah, the problem I've had for the past few months though is the libraries have been closed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank the, you very much. A, I appreciate you're welcome. you guys. You guys do a terrific job. Oh, thank, and, uh, thank you, Bob. I, I I appreciate how you're in on. Uh, on a holiday weekend. We'll be here as often as we can. <laughs> That's our goal. Hey, take care now. All right, you're welcome. Um, yeah, it's funny the libraries are closed. I mean, if they sold liquor, they'd be open. <laughs> but no, they have books, so very scary. Uh, this It's got to stop. I mean, you need to be able to get get the libraries open again. I mean, especially with our, our uh, rate here of COVID activity in Connecticut being so low. What are, you, what are we doing? I know it's an emergency. It's an emergency. Oh, boy. But come on. Let's go on to uh, Ed in Wallingford. What's going on, Ed? Hey, good morning. Good morning, uh, sir. Yeah, you're, uh, you're fading out on my phone, too. It keeps dropping in and out. Huh. Uh, I don't know if it's my phone or you guys. I'll blame your phone this time. <laughs> my, my phone. Well, my phone is so old, I have to shovel coal in the back to make it work. There we go. Um, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on out there? It's a Samsung uh, S7J, and I've had it three years. All right. Uh, apparently, there's some crap in there. Is there a good app that 
reliable, safe app I can use to clean this phone out and get rid of the background crap? Well, there used to be an app that we used to recommend, but even that app became more and more questionable. So the, the simple way to do it is to go through your, your apps yourself and simply delete the ones you don't use. And people should do this on a regular basis um, because there's a lot of stuff that as these apps continue to update in the background or in general, you don't know what they're doing today versus tomorrow. So if you're not using them anyways, they become a security risk. Every time you, the more apps you throw on your devices, the more of a security risk they are because unless you're certain of their intention, you don't know when they're going to ask for additional permissions to do whatever they want to do. I mean, TikTok was found to be actually looking at people's, um, uh, uh, what is it, their, the notes page on their, on their screens. They're looking at it, you know, basically a cached area of your, of your phone. Why would TikTok care to do that? Well, because it's, it's, it's maybe <laughs> sell not, you more ads. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So if you go through your apps yourself, I would say that's the best way to do it. Just bring up the apps. If you, if you don't use it, delete it. If it's a system app, it'll kind of tell you it's an Android app or a Samsung app. I would tell you to leave it. But even, even those manufacturers technically would be happy to spy on you as well. Okay. Well, I'll <laughs> give that a try. Yeah, it seems like it's draining the battery life too. Exactly. So you could have some app in the background that's just killing your battery. Okay. Well, I appreciate your help. All right. Hey, good luck. Yeah, take care. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. So, yeah, we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And uh, Joe will do his best back there in Farmington. And making sure the levels are at the right level. I know he's... Uh, He's just coming in here for Matt, who's got the day off today, so we're trying to get everything together. It's a lot harder, because we're sitting here in the hermetically sealed studios in East Hartford, going over an internet line, all sorts of technology for us to get from here to there, and then he's got all sorts of POTS lines. He's got to mess with the phones, he's got to mess with us, our connection, then he's got to mess with the broadcast feed, and he's got to play the background music, it's, and he's got to answer the calls. There's a lot going on over there in Farmington, so we'll give him a break. So if you guys are on the line, stick around. We have the news coming up here at the bottom of the hour. So Sheila, Nancy, and Jim, hang on. We have one line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. If you're on the stream, feel free to say hi, post a comment just so we know you're there, and uh, that'd be great, too. We'll be right back. is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have four lines. You're all jammed up. I appreciate it on this gorgeous Saturday morning. You never know on a day like today what's going to happen with the calls because everyone's trying to get as much sunshine in as they can. So we appreciate you being there. Let's go right to your calls. You're nice enough to be there. Let's go to Sheila first in West Hartford. What's going on, Sheila? Hello. Sheila, are you there? Uh, yes, I'm here. I, I hear you. Um, um, I'm calling about... Um, my telephone service it's um it's from frontier and it and it says 5g mm -hmm. and i never ordered 5, 5g and um and i keep hearing all these talk you know reports about health risks and i just wondered whether you know this is the same 5g that everyone is sort of you know protesting about even if it was don't please please don't believe that 5g has anything to do with health risks Oh. Please, 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 please don't. Um, oh. 
This is, again, more of these. There's a lot of conspiracy theories out for the silliest stuff, and this is yet another one. Um, there have been cell phone haters ever since the cell phone came out. Um, we were told we were going to get brain cancer just by putting up our, the phones to our ears, um, which has been proven and proven and proven and proven again that uh, it's not the case. So uh, so your new phone could have uh, 5G access. It just means it's fifth generation. Um, and if it's a Frontier phone, I I'm surprised that they even have access to 5G, but that's great. Uh, you'll well, have better not, better service. It's not a cell phone. It's, it's my landline um, that has that. Your landline has 5G in your – it's just a, a house phone? Right. Okay. And so when you when you look at it, it has some sort of display that says 5G? Um, when I um, click on that sort of pie-shaped thing with the um, – you know, and I see my my line listed. Um, oh, um, oh, 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 oh. Okay, so says, so five G and fifth uh, fifth generation are two different things as well. So in this case, your five G has to do with your internal Wi Fi service. It's five gigahertz, yeah. and that's what it has to do with. So in in internal Wi Fi services, there are five gigahertz radios broadcasting and two point four gigahertz radio broadcasts to have you connect wirelessly. So that's what the 5G is. So in your case, you're connected to your 5G wireless service from Frontier, which is fine internally, but it's not the same thing as fifth generation cell phone service, which is now also called 5G. Oh. Nothing 5G. confusing there. Right. So you're well, fine either way. That. I'll tell you either way. Yeah. Please don't ever have somebody tell you that 5G anything is going to harm you. Um, I think Good to know because I I like to um, bring my iPad into my bedroom at night and I think you know it's too dangerous. I turn Wi-Fi off you know every time I do that. Oh, so, no, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Well, thank you and and um, and thanks for being there. Uh, you know on on this holiday. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. I'll, I'm I'm going to be missing a few shows in October because I'm heading off to scary Florida. Uh, yes, taking a plane. Um, so we won't be around for a few weekends, so we want to make sure we're on as many weekends as we can be. I see. Well, well thanks very much, and enjoy your vacation. <laughs> it won't be a vacation, but thank you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're welcome. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. You're welcome, Sheila. Bye-bye. I mean, it's kind of the same thing as, you know, this, there's all sorts of weird conspiracies there. It's like people were actually going out there and hacking at 5G cell towers during this whole COVID thing because some crazy conspiracy theory went out there saying that 5G spreads COVID. Um, and the thing is, it's kind of interesting with all this craziness going on in the world with COVID and what have you, the level of fear, right? Um, I can talk to a good buddy of mine who actually makes jet engines for airplanes, right? And we have known him for 30 years, and he'll always explain to me why flying on an airplane is the safest thing you can ever do. And, uh, of course, you still got to convince people of that because a lot of folks are still scared of flying. <laughs> but the math and the statistics will tell you it's probably the safest time you can ever spend is sitting in, a, in an airplane seat. But then that, that same person I talked to is deathly afraid of the COVID. Um, so, you know, when you start saying, well, maybe it's a lot like flying uh, and, you know, this, this level of fear may be a little crazy these days. Uh, you, you got to look at it in a different perspective. And then you hear these stories about poor Sheila and 5G, and it's like, oh, my goodness. Um, 
<laughs> it's the year 2020, and what's what's true, what's not true, is just it's just nutty out there. Let's go to uh, Nancy in Mansfield next. What's going on, Nancy? You there, Nancy? I am. Can you hear me? We can hear you. What's going on? Okay. Well, I sent you a screenshot earlier this week um, in your email. Oh, boy. Um, probably lost. <laughs> well, we get a lot of email. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, we use eBay a lot. Uh, yeah. We buy a lot of things off of eBay. My husband does antique cars and motorcycles, so we're oh, a buyer. Yeah. Uh, we're not a seller. And all of a sudden, and we don't know what triggered it, uh, the eBay that we pull up when we type in, a general search, or if we follow his usual uh, my eBay page, we get gibberish. Uh, and I don't know if it was the power outage or what. <laughs> but no, it's not the power outage, nor if you had a peanut butter sandwich. It's something else, <laughs> just logically. Well, um, if we if we we normally we use Firefox and have yep. for years, and we use Google. Yeah. And when we use that, we get nothing but like an outline format of eBay. It shows in writing. Yeah, I see it. I found your email. Okay, and then we have these big arrows. It's impossible yeah. to work in the screen. Right. So but, you need to try a different browser. Have you tried a different browser? Well, we did. Oh, it does look like you tried Edge and it looks normal. Yes, <laughs> but I don't want to use Edge. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, and what about Chrome, the beach ball? I didn't try Chrome. I, I tr Someone told me to use DuckDuckGo and that that sure. would fix it, and it didn't. No. So, well, duck you know, I've got so many things that I just want to find something simple. I want it to stay with Firefox, but maybe it just won't work. Right. DuckDuckGo isn't a browser, though. It's, right. it's just a search engine. Okay, like but Google. You've yeah. got, you're uh, in line with uh, thousands and thousands of other people that are having the same problem with eBay. Oh, oh, you found some Oh, articles. absolutely. I got so many links, I, I can't even post them all. So eBay's got a problem with their website. So there's a problem with their website, and oh. they're having technological issues, and they're not telling anybody what the problem is because, well, when that happens, it's usually because they haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. But if it works with Edge, obviously if you can do your work within Edge to get your work done or try Google Chrome. If you have the, the Square E Edge, you might upgrade to the new, like, uh, wave Edge, or I don't know. No, we have the smooth. new one. It downloaded itself. Yeah. Right, and that uh, that one there is based on Chromium, so I would think that that would work better than the old Edge. Right, and oh. it does work in general. Okay. So either way, you, you just got to try a different tool. It's sometimes not worth uh, fighting City Hall if eBay has a problem, as it sounds that they do. Uh, you, I can't make Firefox work. Um, I assume it's updated, correct? Yes, it is. Yeah. I checked that, yeah. So there's nothing else. I mean, you, you can clear your cache in Firefox. Um, what else can you try? This guy here says Chrome browser works, but Firefox won't. Yeah. And, okay. you know. right. So it's a, it's an issue with Firefox and eBay. And don't fight it. Just if you want to go find your, your stuff to buy, let's move on to a different tool. And uh, maybe Firefox will get their act together or and or eBay will get their act together. And it's very hard to de design websites with all these different browsers. Well, yeah. I, I, I But it just worked perfectly, and all of a sudden it didn't. It was so... And of course, we had an auction going, so it was even more critical. Yeah. Um, if we have, if we had a nickel for the word "all of a sudden," because <laughs> that's how everything works in technology. Everything is all of a sudden. Nothing is gradual, slow down. It's either we'd works. We'd be richer than Bill Gates. Oh my goodness, richer than <laughs> Captain Kirk. Um, so, I think you're going to go ahead and go with uh, Google Chrome and, and just. Okay. And to get until... Chrome, I just uh, go to Google and type in Chrome, and it downloads uh, 
something yeah. out of that. I think from their main page, from the main Google page, is almost a, a link there almost every time where you can actually get Chrome, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Right. Uh, but, yes, that's typing in Chrome. will get you over to the beach ball. All right. I mean, I can use Bing, but I've, al- I've always stayed away from Internet Bing is just Explorer. a search engine. Yeah, but it, even It's not a browser. Okay. Um, but if I use – so Firefox will – no. So Firefox is – Chrome replaces Firefox. Exactly. So Chrome and Firefox and Edge are browsers. Okay. Bing and DuckDuckGo and Google are search engines. Okay. And you can configure your primary search engine within your browser. Uh, all of them are going to fight for your, your eyeballs. So if uh, you know, and, you know, the Edge browser is going to use Bing, I would suspect, even though early on when we used to joke about Microsoft, they actually would steal Google results and push them through their Bing, their Bing uh, engine, which is typical. Um, but they're going to use their own search engine. So you can change those defaults if you wish. So I can use Firefox, go to Google, and download Chrome from that point. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. Thank you. I'm glad to know that we're not alone. We thought we were just crazy. Nope. You're not alone. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Nancy. Good luck. Yep. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. So we're going to step out for a quick break and get back to more of your calls. Uh, Jim and Doug, hang on. A couple lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Feel free to get online, and we are streaming live over at WTIC's Facebook page, and you can go ahead and post a comment or question in there, and we'll see if we can uh, answer it for you. If you like it and share the feed, uh, Zuckerberg will deem what we're doing worthy, and uh, it'll get out into your news feed and maybe your friends' news feeds um, so they know that we're here. Let's go to your calls right away because it's, again, really great of you guys to join us on this lovely Saturday morning. It's uh, Jim in Thomaston next. What's going on, Jim? Morning. Morning. How are you? I'm doing okay, sir. How are you? Good. We know each other, but I got to ask you a question. All right, sir. Um, it's good. It's good to know you. <laughs> However, I know you. <laughs> fire department. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marching band is a better reference, Jim. Yeah, yes, marching band. Yes, which is not there this season. Uh, it's awful. It's awful. I, I thought when the <laughs> when the football guys were fighting the whole COVID thing and they were going to go back and do some football, that marching bands would be able to come right back. But now, yeah, I was that's not happening. They're going to do that virtually in the organizations you guys are involved in. Yeah. What are you going to say about I was listening to the marching band yesterday from my house with the windows open from Bristol Central. Nice. All right. Yeah, they're out there practicing still, which is good. So what can we yeah. do for you, Jim? A uh, question trying to understand streaming. Yeah. Um, cable bills and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> humongous cable, sorry. Um, AT&T has come out with a streaming thing, and I don't understand enough about it to know whether it's a worthwhile deal. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how streaming works. You know me from dealing with me. I'm computer inept. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. So streaming basically is just another way to get your uh, your video. So when you stream a, a signal, you're taking it from a website or a, a server somewhere else. When you're getting a cable service, they're pushing it over your, your copper cable line to a cable box that descrambles the signal. Uh-huh. And they charge you for the cable box. They charge you for the franchise fee. They charge you for the sports fee. They charge you for the, you know... The War of 1812 fee, the, yeah, uh, the Chris Murphy fee. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so when you get rid of your cable box and your cable service, you're now going to get the data from a service like Hulu or YouTube TV. Or in your case here, if you really, really want to do it, you can go to AT&T, which I would tell you not to do. 
Um, well, that's why, was, that's why they, I was asking. Yeah, they had their chance, and man, uh, they're part of the problem as far as the fact that we only have a few broadband carriers because it's folks like AT&T and Frontier that don't give us pole neutrality. So you only can have your cable service on the line and a and a DSL service, and that's it. You know, the, the those folks are keeping all this stuff down, so the rest of us can't get better internet service. So you're gonna what you need to do is pick a streaming service like Hulu, like Sling, like YouTube, and now you t- are gonna need a box. You can get your own box, like a Shield, uh, an uh-huh. Nvidia Shield is my favorite box. It runs on Android. You plug it into your HDMI connection on your TV, and you connect that box to your network, your internet connection, whether it be via Wi-Fi or a Cat5 cable. And then you put the app, the YouTube TV app or the Hulu app or the Sling app on that box. Use a clicker like you're used to using. It's it's not the same, though. Yeah. You're, you're going to click through your channels in a little different way, but you get used to it rather quickly. And um, all you're going to pay for is Internet service. Internet service, by the way, is untaxable. There's a moratorium on taxing internet service, a permanent one. Even no. even Blumenthal can't get at it. So, oh, yeah, those guys can't do anything about it. So all you do is get internet service, and all you really need is 50 megabits, 80 megabits. How many people are in your home? Uh, there's three. Okay, so the three of you would be great on a 75 to 80 megabit internet service. That's, that's all you pay for is to get the cheapest internet service you can, and then choose your, your streamer. Again, okay, the, cool. the many I offered you. Yeah, that's why I wanted to ask because we have AT and T as our phone carrier. We've had it forever. You know, your cell phone carrier or your dial yeah. your no, dial up in your house. Our, our, well, we have a dial up in the house too, still. But this that's but the, the but the cell phones are all AT and T. Okay. You know, so that's why when AT and T approached, we were replacing we were replacing a phone that died. Yeah. And they came up with this offer and said, "Hey, we can do this streaming," and it's like, and we looked at it going, "Wow, this is again." It's because it's significant significant savings over a frontier. Oh yeah, you know, it looked like it would, and sometimes to me, like if it's a too good to be true, it probably isn't. So I just wasn't. Oh, what's the price? What is AT and T offering you? I'm curious. They're offering they're offering almost everything we have on Frontier for somewhere around seventy to a hundred bucks a month. Oh, and that's a deal, huh? Well, it's two hundred two hundred dollars less than we're paying right now. Well, okay, so the <laughs> yeah, right now, right now, it's going to be thirty five or seventy for like the first year. Because yeah. um, you've got to pay for a couple of boxes because two of my TVs aren't smart TVs. I have one smart TV. I have two dumb TVs. Right. Um, and, you know, and so the numbers are significantly, you know, it's signif- It's a significant savings. That's why we were looking into it. We're like, Well, no, it's, yeah. You're looking into it because we're, you're, it's, a, it's a luxury car payment to get TV right now with what you're doing. Um, right. So anything less is going to be palatable or, or attractive, but it's, right. it's still a ripoff. So you want to find an internet service that's going to get you about 80 megabits of speed for 60 or 70 bucks. If you can get okay. GoNetSpeed in your neighborhood, it's 150 megabits for 50 bucks. Yeah, that's not down here yet. I think we're paying. I think we're paying uh, Frontier AT and T. I think about 70 dollars a month for internet. That's all. And how would you? Okay, so that's all, you want to. You just want to separate that out, and that's what you want to pay yeah. for. And then you want to get a, a different streaming service. I don't know that I would go look at anything from AT and T at that price because you can get Hulu and YouTube TV for 50 or 60 bucks a month. Okay. And uh, that way, you're. I think you're going to be in better shape. And you got to buy a couple of uh, Nvidia Shields or Roku's or Fire Sticks or whatever you want to get. Gotcha. 
All right. All right. Thank any, any, you very let me much. know if you have any questions. Happy to help you during the week too, Jim. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, guys. Our pleasure. Bye. Bye. Um, yeah, it's an interesting. Bob's got it up here on his screen as far as what they're trying to do here, but with AT and T, but I don't think I'd go that way. Um, all right, let's go to Doug in Brantford next. What's going on, Doug? Doug, you there? Doug going once. Doug going twice. I guess no Doug. That stinks. Um, I hate when that happens. So feel free to get online. we got four lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Really quick, as we wait for your calls, i got some um, technology news for you. Uh, you might have heard about this this week. Uh, a Florida teen was cuffed and charged after crashing his cyber lessons. So he initiated eight DDoS, these are denial-of-service attacks, targeted toward the networks, the virtual classrooms of his school district. Uh, he's an unnamed 16-year-old. I don't understand why we don't name them these days anymore. Uh, this, that protection seems a little weird to me. Uh, but he was a- arrested and charged with computer use and attempt to defraud a third-degree felony and interference with an educational institution, a second-degree misdemeanor. The teen is a junior at South Miami Senior High School in the Miami-Dade Public School Systems in Florida. Due to being a minor, of course, the name has been been uh, withheld but um this kid's got a future <laughs> this, white, white hack white he, hat. he's a white hat hacker and uh he just didn't feel like going to virtual uh virtual school and he and he impacted some serious disruptions here yeah, but he didn't want anybody else to go either <laughs> <laughs> well he figured he, he couldn't be too granular with his attack he had to go complete here so it messed up it messed with about two hundred and seventy five thousand students and twenty thousand teachers <laughs> Well, you can't flunk me. I couldn't get into the class. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I'm not making light of it because obviously hacking is a bad idea, but this 16-year-old has some serious skills. And, of course, it means that the school systems did a horrible job. Protecting their system. Yeah. So, I mean, the password to the whole system is probably password. Uh, There's probably no two-factor authentication. Your 16-year-old student should not be able to disrupt your your system now, of course, it's a DDoS tool. So, and what he also did was he, not necessarily, he didn't really hack the system. He flooded it. He flooded it and overloaded the system with IP uh, pings. That's why it's a, uh, d- a denial of st- service attack. And they use it's a tool called Low Orbit Ion Cannon, um, which is really easy to obtain. It seems, um, but it's also easy to block, which the school system did not do. Um, so they really have to invest. And these poor school systems are up to their eyeballs in IT problems now. I mean, their, their internal IT people can't, can't handle it. We're getting calls from uh, Connecticut school uh, 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 departments of education within the schools of different towns saying, hey, can you help us? We, we're not getting our, our laptops in. And when they do come in, we don't have enough people to, cr- to set them up so we can get them to our students. So they're way behind. And uh, then you add things like this where these kids can use this tool. And if you haven't used a basic blocking technology, your your whole system goes down because your internal people don't understand how to do that. Um, it's crazy out there if you're, uh, if you're dealing with education these days. And uh, I was just talking to somebody about the, the end of snow days. Uh, we, saw, I, we had brought it up many, <laughs> many, many shows before that. I guess snow days are a thing of the past because if remote learning works... And man, this person was adamant about how awful online learning was. 
And I was like, well, then if, if online learning learning is so awful, can we really have only 180 days of awful online learning? Maybe we really should be going to school for 250 days. It's the equivalent of what you were really there. He didn't like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have both ways, guys. Either it's working or it's not working. You could be at home in the AC. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> No issues there. So uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We are here till 11 o'clock. Everything's posted live by Mike G over at computertalkwithtab.com. We'll be right back. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. 